Welcome to WROL Broadcast. I am Hate Mill, and with me today I have Doombox. Hello. And DP0427. Hey. Are you on vacation right now, DP? Or? Um, I think it's like an eternal thing, but <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so this is our spectacular episode 300, and yes, we are counting the Oddsmen, which, DP, were you the founder of the Oddsmen, or was it Doom? It was... It, well, odd being ODD was uh, me, Doom, and uh, Ogre at the same time. So oh, okay. we, the three of us were. Yeah, so the, you guys actually started the whole podcasting thing for DC Legends. And then me and Slow Beast did We Are Legends. And then we've since merged quite a long time ago now. It's been, what, a year and a half, two years? Yeah, it's been a while. This podcast has been going on for a long time. Anyway, so when you combine all those episodes... And we're not counting, like, Kage After Dark or Ogre Barbarian's YouTube videos. We're only counting the ones that were also in audio format. So we actually made it all the way to 300 episodes, which is pretty amazing. I can't even believe we've made it that far. <laughs> but the, uh, so we asked on Reddit some AMA questions, Ask Me Anything, for those of you unfamiliar. Those have become pretty popular. So let's just get into some of these questions. I have one I'm saving. I'm hoping to get Slow Beast on, so I'll probably splice it into this part if uh, he gets it. And now we have a question from Chosen One, and I will let Slow Beast answer. Hey, this is the legend Slow Beast. If an ambulance is on its way to save someone and it runs over someone, does it stop to help them, or do they call another ambulance? The funny thing is, I can actually answer this. I'm a lieutenant at the fire department, and if the ambulance is responding to a call and hits someone, they would stop and render aid if necessary, and a second ambulance would be sent to the original call. It is illegal to leave the scene of an accident even if you are an ambulance. I hope this helps. But there's a few owl questions, which I'm going to, and later in the episode, you'll hear me, Kage, and possibly Loot talking about those. But the first one is kind of funny, and I will <laughs> throw this to you, Doom, first. Give us a tier list on how you rate your peers, fellow podcasters, competitors, oh and or streamers. <laughs> Most informative, most entertaining. This is from Joker. <laughs> so. Oh joy! I feel like we're gonna All get right. we're, we're gonna get a nice one here. Yeah, <laughs> this one. Um. Well, I don't know, cause like as podcasters, all of us are viable, right? It's not like any of us are like F tier podcasters. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here, except for me, maybe. Um. So let's see. In terms of consistency, I am F tier. <laughs> um, DP hey. unfortunately is also F tier to some degree. Well, I would I would I I would disagree <laughs> with you there because he does consistently show up for the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 he does, he does. But for everything else, it's like, ah, oh, man, let's get DP on this, and then he's just not there, and I'm like, oh, that's right. He works for a living. He doesn't think DCL is life. So, in terms of consistently giving his soul to WB, F tier. <laughs> um everyone else probably some mixture of bna i think i don't know kage's probably 
A tier, you're A tier, Luke's probably A tier. And I don't really know Sloby's schedule that much, but I assume he's probably S tier. <laughs> I would say for uh, showing up to everything, I think I do deserve an S tier there. Yeah. You think so? Being that I'm on literally every episode up until recently. If you're going to pick a category, that, yeah. Oh. <laughs> May not for um, what I provide, but showing up, yeah. Um, in terms, what were the other ones? In terms of personality, we're all oh, they're just here. saying how you know most entertaining, most informative. However, you, however you want to rate it, you don't have to necessarily oh. use our tier in list. In terms of entertaining, we're all F tier. Also, there's no one watches this because we're entertaining. They watch this because they want to hear my I hot would, take. I would say you're up there and in you uh, talk about the meta. People are pretty entertained by loot as well. And his, you uh, think so? His trash tier picks entertaining. <laughs> loot reminds me a little bit of. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy, if all of us were in the Redneck comedy group. <laughs> like, he, sure, he's probably the funniest of the four, but that doesn't necessarily make him funny. That just makes him the funniest of four unfunny people. So, unfortunately, we're all the, uh... Oh, I can't swear, can I? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well, we're all crapped here for... <laughs> the, uh, entertainment value, unfortunately. People still watch, I don't know why. Uh, maybe because um, there's just no other options. So, thankfully, yeah, we've not really had real competition. Have a, <laughs> we have a monopoly on it. They don't have a choice. Oh, you don't like our podcast? Go listen to something else. Oh, wait, you can't. Uh, actually, Tootytron has, has, but thankfully, he just does mostly solo stuff, and he doesn't do audio only, which is a large portion of our listener base. So so we're all right you're there. Literally, you're literally telling our competition how to beat us. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I was going to defect and just join his podcast and do no work. <laughs> no, but uh, in seriousness, in terms of entertainment value, I guess in terms of controversy entertainment, I'm probably pretty up there just by sheer fact that people are like, oh, Doombox is ranting about something. What's that crazy old coot talking about this time? And it's either hit or miss. So I guess I'm A tier or B tier. Uh, Kage's, Kage's pretty funny. I like Kage. So he's probably B tier. Loot would probably be A tier, I suppose. Or maybe S tier. I guess people really like him. Um, they love or hate him. He's kind of like Kage's, you. Uh, Kage's muscle tier. <laughs> yeah, Kage's in a tier of his own. Yeah. Um, DP is... I don't know. Do people find DP funny? I don't know. I, was, I, I, was I find him funny, but I don't think he's joking most of the time that I find him funny. So I'm, Well, remember, a lot of what we hear joke. is not what's aired. So, Right, right. Hmm. Yeah, I would say, especially normally, most like ninety percent of my content these days versus what I started with in the beginning is the podcast, right? So yeah. given that, and on the podcast, I'm like ninety percent of the time a host, right? I'm just basically like the MC passing yeah. the mic around. Straight so I'm kind of boring. I remember <laughs> one episode a long time ago where I had you on as a guest and we were doing something, and people are like, "Wow, DP has so much more personality." <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Oh. But I have something to talk about, maybe, yeah. But I'm, I'm basically that's part of the reason why I'm, I have like the robot character, right? Because I'm boring. But I actually would say that even in real life, I mean, when I have something to talk about, maybe. But most of the time, I'm pretty boring. So you're a sleeper s tier. Got it. Sleep. People, people sleeping on you. They're well, like, let me, oh let, yeah, that. Let me take a look at our tier list. Where, where would uh, Cyborg Superman be? He's B tier yeah, at the most. Go. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so you're the uh, you're the counterpick basically. 
Like, <laughs> you're not good normally, but when the time comes, you're the one that everyone wants above everyone yeah. else. It so when you need me, I, I don't miss. Hey. Exactly. Hey. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, pretty much outside of that, everyone else is A or B tier, and I'm somewhere in the lower tiers. It feels weird being the worst podcaster on our group, but it's whatever. Someone has to be. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say like if you wanna if you wanna put some insight onto uh, me in terms of consistency before and after like from the oddsman until now, um, I think a lot of people know, especially people who have followed us from the beginning from the over the years. Uh, I used to live in Japan, which is actually a big factor into what how things have changed. Uh, so I moved back to Canada. Uh, so for all of you Canadians, shout out to you guys. But um, the reason why. I was a lot more consistent in doing stuff before in Canada was because my previous job was like almost non-existent in the sense that I had I didn't have that much responsibility anymore. Also because I was on my way out. Like I was just looking for a reason to quit. So I was like slacking off and, and doing other stuff at work, which was why I had so much time on my hands, if that makes sense. Which actually, right? this goes into our next question. So I'll yeah. ask this while you're and you can Go finish for your thought. What do you all do for a living where you can dedicate so much time and money to this game? I we I can't anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, previously I used to work uh, within like um, uh, the IT and uh, trade field in Japan, and at that point I was doing a lot of my stuff on a computer, anyways, which was re- the reason why I was doing ninety percent of my work at work, like in an office in Japan. Um, but now, so basically, given the fact that I can't slack off at work anymore, I'm moving, I now work in a fintech company. So as a result. Uh, and I'm working for a California team based on the uh, on the West Coast, but I live in the East Coast, so my time is like really off right now. So that's kind of weird. Then, but then my new company, I'm really dedicated to that. Uh, I got promoted twice in like half a year, so my life is really hectic right now. So that's gonna be raining gym soon. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, you know that being what it is, you know I have to dedicate that. Unless I want to not show people that I don't deserve this promotion. So um, that's part of the reason why uh, I haven't been able to create other content. And also I have been neglecting my Reddit responsibilities and Discord responsibilities. So there's that. But then that's me making excuses right now, right? So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Doom, what do you want to say about what you do? Um. Well, first off, I don't really think I fit this question because I don't devote time or energy to anything really but uh <laughs> from what little time i do put in i used to work for a hot sauce shop which meant that i could just do whatever i wanted because hot sauce isn't really a thing you buy more than once a month so the store is 90 percent of the time empty um outside of that i work at a car rental place enterprise very nice company uh you know and they let me basically just do whatever also because they were like, oh, you got to go record your thing? Sure, you're good. Go ahead. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, secretly, I went home and played video games. I didn't record anything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, outside of that, I've been enjoying this uh, nice, you know, unemployment, unfortunately, as it goes. Got furloughed, but whatever. They're going to bring me back soon, so. You know, I just happen to have a lot more time on my hands. So cool. I'm sure everyone has a lot more time on their hands as of recent. There was a period earlier this year due to PPP 
where I, I couldn't do anything. So, even on the weekends. I shouldn't have. I also work in big finance, big banking on the banking side. And I work in commercial, so that was all about PPP all the time. And yeah. uh, I shouldn't have done anything. I somehow managed to still squeeze out some podcast stuff, but it was insanity. I think we did release that's, less than And that's why you're S-tier. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was brutal. Um, things slowed down for a while because we were working from home, but now I'm back in the office and things are surprisingly busy. And I have a very large team, so it's, it's a lot of work. But um, we, uh, yeah, so, but I still somehow dedicate a ridiculous amount of time to this game um yeah and loot works in something with computers and cloud stuff i don't know he does something but <laughs> and then kage's also recently joined big finance so even though he hates big companies and big finance so that's kind of ironic but funny anyway moving on you missed ogre oh yeah an ogre what does ogre do again he works he- he works in a gas station, I think. Yeah, he does something yeah. at a gas station. I don't know exactly why. He, he works like the yep. night shift, which is why his schedule is like always off from us. On yep. top of the fact Full that he's the only person also, on the... So. He's also on the West Coast, too, where I think 90% of us are closer to the East Coast. Oh, Dim's about to get arrested again. Is that me? Or is that Dim? I don't I think know. It no, that, me. that's you. I don't have no, I think, I think yeah, I, I live out, I, like, there's, like, a, a police station down the street for me. Hold on one sec. I didn't even think you guys had crime in Canada. We have less. <laughs> <laughs> it still exists. There was, like, a bunch of, like, homicides around me recently. Um, next question. Oh, and that question before was from Lugim05. L-U-I-G-I-M-O-5. Next question. Here's a good one. Doom, I'll start with you. What is your biggest motivation to continue with DCL from Nitro Cotton 2020? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought I'd go to you Motivation to continue. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Just all these new characters and their new, like, how can I say this? A lot of the new characters have had moves with new properties to them that we haven't seen before. And that's what really keeps me intrigued personally because you know you look at the moves and you're like oh well how is this going to interact with like these 18 other things like the fact that even though artemis swings last on her uh basic on turn starts she never misses on characters that put up evasion so it's like wow that order of operations is weird but it's also cool because breakpoints and blah 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 and other nerd stuff you guys don't really care about really in the deep end but um, that's basically my main motivation, you know, because in terms of modding, the community is very well behaved. I hardly ever have to do anything for the most part, except for take things out of auto mod and put them back on the Reddit because auto mod is weird. But beyond that point, yeah, it's, you know, trying new things, learning new stuff and helping to evolve the game, I guess it would be my motivation. Uh, what about you guys? Go ahead, DP. I guess, if I'm going to be very honest, because it's been, what, like, four years now since the game has been out, almost? Like, yeah. we're in, Nova- in actually, this year, this month, actually. This year is when four. the, this time four years ago is when the beta came out, right? Yeah, which makes our podcast three years old, because we started the podcast about a year ago. Right. In. So, uh, 
I mean, let's let's put that into perspective in terms of a timeline, right? Um, part of that makes me feel like I'm kind of spinning my wheels uh, to a degree where I feel like I'm pot committed to the game. Like I, I've put so much time, effort, energy, money, resources, etc. into the game where I just don't want to see it go to waste, right? So I, I'm kind of going through the motions. That's That's in one, if I'm being honest, right? That's one thing. The second thing is that um, I have my alliance. So I'm the leader of my alliance. It's the uh, the Justice League of Reddit. We also, Doom uh, and I and one of one other Redditor at, at some point, we created the first three uh, Reddit alliances before alliances were a real thing, right? He created uh, Badenon. Oh, right. Actually, there was four now that I think about it. It was us us three plus, um, I can't remember his name anymore because that the, the fourth alliance got dissolved. We had the Justice... Uh, the Justice Society of Reddit. So we had the Justice League and the Justice Society of Reddit. Um, and the JSR basically couldn't really pull their weight and they just disappeared. Um, then we had, uh, originally Dooms was the Legion of Doom and it became the Legacy of Doom because Doom retired as the uh, the leader, right? And then... Yeah, uh, I think that was around my second retirement. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> then Ogre, um, as, as Doom was saying, he founded Bad Anon. So BA, which was like a throwback to uh, Wreck-It Ralph. And then, um, so we had those four alliances in the beginning. Um, JSR and JLR kind of assimilated, and JLR just became one thing. Um, And out of the four of us, or out of the three alliances, um, right now, I think the only... And then BA and uh, LOD became one alliance too. So there's only two real Reddit alliances still alive. Um, but then there were other alliances that cropped up afterwards, and then a lot of people joined the Redditverse, um, and then the Owls included. But then the Owls, we actually flirted with this topic, I think, a very, very long time ago. If you if you guys want to have your own channel in the um, in the Redditverse, right? Yeah, which we decided. I, th- I think it, because like you guys were mainly line users, and you're like, yeah, we're too lazy to like get onto like to make to make a Discord part of a thing, right? So like you guys are already comfortable with line. I think that's how it sort of sort of sorted itself out right yeah yeah we don't like yeah. it. we use line for everything fair enough so then there was that um so that's another reason why i'm still sort of committed to the game it's because of my alliance um and great group of guys uh i like where we're going and where we've always been we've always been a consistent 100 alliance um and that's kind of like where we are and where we want to be um then when it comes to like the game itself there was a period of time where it was like we'll call it the dark ages of DCL, where I feel like the the content really just didn't move. I would say for like maybe two years, right? Like there was a point where um, PvP or PvP content, PvE content, nothing was changed, right? Until all of a sudden, I would say like was it near 2018 when uh, they started adding stuff like raids they added stuff like even um well they added weird. siege and showdowns and stuff all at the same and, time i and think even um what do you call it red alerts like can you yeah. imagine a time without red alerts we had that time right yeah it's been a long time like we had yeah. i think that's what got me because i was getting close to a bailing, way out right and then they did showdowns and siege and then that really got yeah. me into it and then i was yeah. really close to bailing again actually was siege or raids first i can't remember um, raids came first. Siege came, I think. Siege after has been the out for over a year. Raid? I think. No, wait, no. Maybe I have that backward. One of them came three after the other one. So yeah, it's yeah. one of the two. 
Because I know I was really close to leaving. Really, really close to leaving. And then they announced raids and yep. rebirth. And that got me kind of back into it. I actually find it ironic um, how you got back in because of Rebirth. That shows the different scale of players that we are. Because a lot of people, when they saw Rebirth, that 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 was the final straw for them, and they were on their way out. You know what I mean? So it's interesting how Rebirth played to different demographics. I think. Well, I think Rebirth probably saved the game because yeah. the spenders were on the way out. Oh, like, for sure. I, all the spenders I knew were. Like, we had nothing else to chase. Like, what what else is it, there to do? It's the same thing with um, Gear Eleven, right? I feel it's kind of in the same vein. Yeah. So that was that broke the that was the last straw that broke the camel's back in um, earlier was it 2018 I think right or 2017 maybe um, when that came out I think it was right after the Deathstroke meta right. Yeah, Deathstroke uh, right after Deathstroke meta was Gear Eleven. Yeah, and for all you your yeah. youngins out there who don't know the. What the Deathstroke meta is, be be happy about that. Because now, if you look at our tier list now, and you see Deathstroke in the trash tier, there was a point where he was S tier. He was triple S, wasn't he? He he was he was the Deathstroke tier. <laughs> he was in the tier. He was of his literally own. the only character you needed outside of Baby Lobo. Yeah, yes. you, Lo, when we say Baby Lobo, Lobo was ungeared because you wanted him to die and revive three times. And there was the very way, little heal immunity at the time. By the way, I don't even think heal immunity existed at one point. Well, it did, but it didn't affect revives. And also, Baby Lobo didn't used to have a revive cap. He could just revive as much as he wanted. Oh, that's right. Yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm taking a look at my Lobo right now. He is currently level 60, uh, gear 1.2. Yeah, because <laughs> that was all you wanted. You just needed to get to level 60 and ring him. And then he yeah. died landlessly. Deathstroke had no cap on his buffs, and he would just... You could literally take on any team with just those two characters and win any match. It was yeah. disgusting. So, I mean, I guess to, talking about stuff like that, right, that's actually contrary to um, what kept us in the game. That's kind of that's kind of stuff that pushed us towards leaving, too. Like, I was really close to just like, ugh, this is, what, what's the point of all of this, right? Because there was the Deathstroke meta. There was like the two couple of years, almost like a year and a half, maybe two years of Wonder Girl, where I was just like, oh, I hate this. Like, why am I playing this game? You know. So, um, so that's sort of like it's it's like con it's the, the opposite answer to the answer that that previous question. But I mean, I guess to wrap things up, it, you know, in terms of PvP and content of the game that's keeping me in it right now. It's the new stuff that's coming out and hopefully um, stuff that's coming in the pipeline, right? But that being said, I mean, I guess we can share this because I think it's not a hidden, you know, like it's not um, hidden news or anything like that. Our group as podcasters, we are very privileged. We're thankful to, to WB, the fact that we are within sort of like a communication network with them. I guess that's safe to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The VIP chat is known. Exactly. So the fact that I don't I mean, I wish no it, one really doesn't yeah. know, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's pretty I, open secret. Even though you didn't show up for the last feedback session, but <laughs> I, I barely do these days, just because like I have Discord on my phone, I have Discord everywhere. I just don't look at it <laughs> on a regular basis until someone tags me something and I see like dings on my phone. Otherwise, so DP is yeah. part of a group that helps to give feedback, but he doesn't always give feedback. <laughs> yeah. There was a point where I lived in that thread or I lived in those channels because of like I had nothing else to do, but. Now I don't have time for that. 
I mean, I'm there, but I'm not there, kind of thing. Yeah, so for those of you thinking that owls get information, it's predominantly not owls, so. Yeah, oh. there's only him and Kage. So. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. So that means the rest of us are actually... Not owls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got them outnumbered. The yeah, that's fair. Are, uh, the population majority, all the whales are off on the oceans, and we're a bunch of whalers just coming in and stealing their good ideas. Are you saying that Reddit mods are harpooners? Is that what it is? A hundred percent. Oh yeah, we're 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 definitely Captain Ahab, constantly. Fair enough. So let me answer a question as well. What keeps me going? Because honestly, I've come close to hanging it up many times. Um, actually, very recently, I'm starting to chew on the idea again. But yeah, I don't know. Every time I'm about to kind of be like, all right, what am I doing? This is just outrageous. It's too time-consuming. It's the same thing. We haven't had any new content in a long time. And then a new character comes out, and it just kind of sucks me in because I have fun for a while. Some months more than others. Like, recently I took Hawkgirl to RB5, and that really got me going again because I was just having so much fun running around with her. But it's... Um, I just it, Something about the gameplay is just more fun than any other mobile game that I play. And I like having a mobile game to play. I'll play on the computer. I'll play on certain different things. But it's just... Oh my god, hang on one second. I gotta turn off the sound on this stupid Discord. I'll just close Discord. Alright, anyway. So the... Um, so, I don't know. The podcast, the game, all of it kind of keeps me going. I really hope they give us something new and exciting to do at some point this year. Because I think, I think the you kind of feel it in the community. There's like a little bit of a tiredness because there hasn't been anything like new and exciting in a while. So we're we're about due for something. I know nobody wants Gear 12, but honestly, I think that might be good for the game if it comes with significant content boost. Because there's no way they're going to give I mean, us new chapters and stuff without it. It's not happening. I was going to say, it's. I think this is the same conversation that you and I have had like 20 or 30 times about like content and the impossibility of making engaging content for this game. Yeah. But it's, I don't think we've really like voiced it out for other people for the most part. But it's, um, it's definitely kind of a difficult position for WB to be in in this situation. Because how do you make content that's challenging and engaging... That is it challenging to the point of running your face into a wall because nothing else works. Yeah. Because it's like, I like my roster isn't the best. Apparently, it's been leaked at some point, and it's just like, wow, I didn't know I was that famous. But um, it's like there's not a single thing that they could put out there that I couldn't just beat on auto because my characters are just that strong. And if it takes more than one try, then it, like it takes more than one try. But that's not difficulty. That's uh, simulated difficulty through the process of waiting because that's all it is. It's just more waiting, you know? Like, if there were ever a point where I would need to take the game off of auto and actually plan my moves out, that would probably be the point where I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this is actually engaging and really thoughtful content. But I don't think that's ever going to come to a point because if it can't be bled to death, then you can just never die because you could just stack heal and stack damage immunities forever 
And it's I think like, it could oh. be done, though, because if you look at red alerts, it can get challenging at times. But so if you did a limited roster where you can't use the same character more than, you know, you ha only have so many tries or where the, they limit certain things. I think that's where you could do it in a new style game mode. I yeah. mean, I thought about that, but the only problem is there's a lot of overlap between characters in terms of functionality because... Like, we're all aware that there's characters that we've looked at and been like, okay, so this is just blue blank, or this is just red blank. Yeah. Like, uh, what, Stripe is red Etrigan, Vandal is a really crappy blue Artemis. Like, you know, even if I could only use a character a limited amount of times, I could just swap out a functionally similar character and have the same result. So, I don't know. Plus, even with red alerts... Everyone knows there comes a certain point in the red alert that you just don't have to worry about it anymore because your team's yeah. fully overhealed or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so. I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, I've got it to where I can't run on auto all the time anymore because the teams I'm facing have gotten, they're all, you know, they're four RB5 characters that are, yeah. you know, Cassandra Kane, and you just, you can't run auto anymore, which is, sometimes is annoying because you have to run it every day, and then other times it's kind of nice because it's... Um, you know, it's actually the first time I felt challenged in the game in any way. But you're right; it's not it's not that hard. I just swap out some character. I may lose some characters, do it again, and swap out. But I think me, you could still you, do it. Let me jump in here for a second. So, when it comes to engaging content that um, W can WB can make for us, for example, and then when it comes to things that keep you engaged and make things fun for you in the game, um, I was thinking about this a lot in the last couple of years, especially in the last year that I was in Japan. When it comes to um, Let's say something that you find as your niche, and you know, uh, Hate Mail can can agree to this with his stun teams, right? Like you, you came across that I'd say in the last year or so, right? Yeah. So for me, I mean, a lot of people know me as like the special team or the special team player. Like all my characters are special damage mainly, like all the characters I use on a regular basis, right? Um, and I I just basically picked that as my niche just because I wanted something that was going to streamline and focus me, so that way it helps also with gearing. Um, well, before it and, was not common. Now, <laughs> now it's like every character. So it's... Yeah, well, that too. At the same time, but at the, it also like makes it so that like I can know if this if it like like say for example, I mean in my case, if this if uh, a month of new characters only has one or two new special characters or no special characters at all in it, I can like take a month off. Or I can f almost like not focus on them at all, right? Um, it also will get me excited. For example, if a new character is reworked and now they're all special damage, right? So when Martian Manhunter got reworked, for example, that was a huge and incredibly game-changing thing for me. It really got me back into the game in terms of uh, characters I wanted to work with because I was thinking about upgrading Martian Manhunter anyways, uh, but he was a mixed damage character until he became all special damage and he's now like S-tier almost, right? Is he S-tier? Yeah. I think yeah. he is S-tier. You know? So he went from like something that was on the fringe of like not touching to becoming s tier and made me like super super like engaged again so that was one thing the other thing is that like um basically ogre to me was one of the persons that like gave me the idea of doing this because he was the bleed character guys right like he was he had that niche when you have that and you build around it you get excited for things when people when you release more characters that can do what the, that you want to do um and there's that to it. And then other people, if you look at, for example, Kitty Little, she's all about the female characters, and so is uh, Renee, right? Um, there's other people like Joker, who is all about the villains. 
So if you find your niche, um, you can you can create your own content in a sense. If that makes sense, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what's I feel, fun. Uh, I feel a bit bad at your description because my niche is literally people that work well with survival suit Lex Luthor, and that's a very, very, very <laughs> large niche. That's not even a niche anymore. That's a majority. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, everybody kind of has their own thing that they do. I mean, some people are just strictly about the meta. Some people do, like, OC3 in our alliance. He's all about Superman characters. Anybody who's related in they're Kryptonian. He, so he RB5s all of them. Cool. And so, I mean, that is fun. I mean, I, I like those themes. I mean, I'm the stun theme, I'm kind of starting to get a little bored with. So I'm thinking about shifting themes at some point once something catches my eye. But... Um, I was kind of sad. It was very. It was actually almost as weird as it's gonna sound. It was actually disappointing to me that Ogre gave up on his main account right when Bleeds became like a legit super thing. viable. Yeah, yeah, like super. Like you, Tootytron kind of took it over. But Tootytron's um, team of Cheetah, Chemo, Talia, and um, Suicide Squad, Deadshot is pretty awesome and i hate fading facing it in red alerts because it, i always have to shift teams to face it and um it's kind of sad that ogre kind of give up on that right when it happened yeah it's it's one of those things because like when cassatra kane came out right oh he didn't use like, kane. um tally is what he uses but yeah kane's unbelievable yeah but when kane came out i was like oh wow this is really interesting so at first i was like okay so she's like red siren but then i was like oh, wait, no, she's, you know, a little better than Red Siren because Siren sucks now. But then they updated Siren, and I was like, oh, man, now Cassandra uh, Kane is basically just, you know, now, speaking a less version of Ogre Siren. is free, so let's pull him in. And then out of nowhere, they fixed Cassandra Kane's thing to where she gains evasion on every turn, and I was like, okay, this is ludicrous. Hopefully I never have to fight these people. So... <clears throat> Really, that's what it came down to was, you know, Bleeds became obnoxious, and then they suddenly became exceptionally good when built with the right team. And then right then, Ogre was like, hey, I'm out of here. I'm going to stop playing on my main account and play Gear 8. I'm so, like, speak uh, of the devil, <laughs> Ogre <laughs> happened to be available. So, hey, Ogre. What up? Hello. So, we were asking, we were talking about the AMA question. And we'll ask you this from Nitro Cotton 2020. What is your biggest motivation to continue with DCL? So I'll let you answer that in just a minute. But we were just talking about, and I brought it up, how we were talking about finding our niche in DCL. And that's kind of what's kept us playing and having fun. Your new niche now apparently has become doing being Gear 8 because you find it more fun. And I was saying how I was disappointed that you had given up on bleeds right when they became awesome, like super awesome. But maybe that makes them less fun for you. <laughs> so if you want to weigh in on that topic. Yeah, it's one of those things that uh, when something becomes meta, I all of a sudden don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, like um, you saying bleeds became super awesome and everything. I'm assuming you mean like Captain Adam, Man Bat, and no, I actually think they're or... kind of crap. Um, more Cheetah, Camo, Talia. Oh, with the reworks, Cheetah yeah. and Camo finally. Uh, yeah, you know, those guys, they are absolutely amazing. I mean, I love them, and I thing. still use them. Like, they're they're pulling me back. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Have you thought about Dustin? I was trying to man? avoid the bleeds, and then, like, they started reworking those guys, and I'm like, I need to bleed! Yeah. 
Kemo's ridiculous, especially when he's high rebirth. He is. I absolutely love the rework. It is everything that I dreamed it would be. <laughs> no lie, it actually blew my mind because there's a point where I was like posting in the chat because I thought it was a bug, and I was like, "Guys, what's Kemo's speed supposed to be? It's supposed to be like 86, right?" I'm reading the wiki; it's supposed to be 86, right? And then I checked the rework page, and it was like, "Oh, it's 105 now," and I'm like. What? This guy has yeah. a 30% meter drain and four speed down. They made a 105 speed. This character's busted. I'm going to run him now. <laughs> Kemo's on like 90% of my teams now. He's like insanely good. Yeah, he's he's really silly. So what makes you like Gear 8 better than Max Gear level? Just out of, to give the audience your kind of take on it. I know we talked about it a little uh, bit for this episode. So the reason that I like Gear 8 more is because you you don't suffer one-hit wonder as much. And I think that's part of it that I like. Is that I, I like the game that the game should be, in my mind, that you shouldn't be able to just one-hit everybody. Like, these are all superheroes. Yes, they're supposed to hit hard, but they're freaking superheroes. They can take a hit, too. So, like... That's just in my mind. They shouldn't be able to just everybody get one shot. Uh, at gear eight, I can see some one shots here and there, depending on what a what it is going on. But like, I don't see it all the time. Like, there's some characters that take four or five hits. There's some characters that take two hits. You know, like I see a lot more variety in the attacks. All right, let's get to. We've exhausted that question, so let me. I'll quick answer this one for us from Sulfur Fluoride. Also, great work on all the guides, buddy. Um, are you all from the United States? If not, what country you're from? We're all from the United States except for me, DP, who's in Canada, originally from yes. Japan. Correct. And supposedly Doom was originally from Japan too. <laughs> if you in Scotland, <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> um, next one is from Super Dude One Billion. We'll start with you, Ogre. What character did you wish you did not invest heavily in? Oh. Like, previously or now? Either like, one. Whatever one you want to answer. Good question, because... Um, and it's not so much that I, I wish I hadn't invested in him. It's that I wish it had ended up just a little bit better than it was because I wanted more out of them because they were a character that I actually specifically requested and that would be Grodd. Oh, yeah. Because I specifically, when I went to WB, they asked me, oh, who's a character that you would want to see? And I said, Grodd as my answer, you know? And uh, I was really, really excited. I love the way his leadership and everything it looks on paper and then he just ended up being slightly disappointing and I was like, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, he's one I really hope we get a good rework. How about you, DP? I'm hoping he yeah, does. I'm jump in he my looks answer. so good. <laughs> my answer is like, um, I'm. I guess the 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 short answer is any character that is not special damage that I have geared up and invested in. Um, but I guess the more in depth answer is because I'm not really. Um, I guess you wouldn't really call me a free to play player, but I'm not a whale by any means at all. Um, I've only spent money for a select few characters, like for their gem packs in the past. And I think off the top of my head, the very first character was Red Hood um, because of how he treated the meta. And I actually really like, what's his name? I mean, 
Um, why am I not? What's the Robin's name? Uh, Nightwing. I mean, Nathan I'm talking Drake? about the character. Um, Bro, uh, Red Jason? Robin? Jason Todd. So I like Jason, Jason Todd. Todd. Oh, yeah. So I like Jason Todd as a as a character. That's why I invested in Red Hood. Um, and then uh, otherwise, there was um, the other characters that I, I actually went out of my way for was Larfleeze, Mesh, Martian Manhunter, and Superman. And Superman, of course, I don't regret that. Um, but it, Red Hood stands out ironically, even though he's one of the best characters in the game right now, as a character that I don't use. So I wish I didn't really invest in him. So that's the answer for me. How about you, Doom? Um, as of recent, Vandal Savage. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I guess regret is a strong word because I can still use him. He's just garbage. Um, hey, no, 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 no. I'm not letting anyone disagree with me on this one. This guy is trashed here. Loot were here. You guys would all be here in the back it up and all that <laughs> stuff. No, 100%. Vandal Savage is trash. But that's okay. Because you know what? It's okay for some characters to not be the best characters in the game sometimes. It's perfectly fine. He's a solid C-tier character. Maybe they'll rework him. Who knows? In terms of characters I regret gearing from my past, that's actually a really tough one because I don't really regret gearing any characters you know like if i gear a character i usually gear them for a specific purpose or to put them on a specific team and then i put them on the team and then that works and then that's that you know and i don't really i haven't geared everyone so it's like you know the character i haven't geared yet i obviously don't regret not gearing so at the end of the day for me i don't really have an answer outside of vandal savage i'm disappointed in him but i don't regret it and i think that's kind of the summary of it every character is I regret not so much disappointed by sure because I believe that they would do something and maybe they didn't do it as well as I thought they would but regret definitely not there's no character I regret gearing I mean I'm kind of in the same boat I don't really regret gearing anybody the only reason I ever regret gearing anybody is the stupid up up and away mission and I have to leave tunes this time I was smart and did not gear Vandal Savage because Early reports were not good right away, so I waited a little bit to see, and I don't really see any reason that I would need him. I, I mean, nobody even uses him in Siege, so, and he's a bonus character, so it's pretty telling. So, I'm, I'm using him, but I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a special damage character player. And he might be better in the Gear 8 world. Um, yeah, I like him. I honestly think he's a B-tier, but... But even Tootie, who loves Vandal Savage as a character, is not happy with him. So, and Tootie likes crappier tunes. So <laughs> that was that was kind of the selling point for me not to gear him. So now I'm I'm actually set for I didn't gear Guy and I didn't and Guy's a, I think he's a lot better than Vandal personally. Um, but he's still not a character that really does anything for me. Like his kit just doesn't excite me at all. So doesn't play into what I usually play. So I'm happy I have two characters that aren't geared. That should sustain me for probably a good year. So maybe by then Gear 12 will be out and I won't have to worry about it anymore. Um, next question. This is from Shape69. And we have a lot of questions left, so we got to start moving a little quicker. Um, has anyone ever brought up in PvP why their rewards range from top 1,500, 195 swords, and then the next reward is top 100, 
Can't they have 1,500 then 100? It's literally no motivation to be higher than 1,499. I, normally... I feel like this. I feel like this is a me question. Yeah, I think ahead, we DB. brought this up at the very beginning of DCL, uh, and just if for those of you who haven't been here from the beginning, like back in 2016. Jeez, it's been a long time. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> since then, right, this has been a question since the literal very beginning. That bracketing, like sort of the, the structure of the, the reward payout for PvP, it has not changed since then, right? Has anyone? Can anyone confirm no, that? No, it hasn't. As I don't far think as I've I ever seen remember. that, right? Yeah. And the rankings have, haven't changed. They gave the more shard shards. Has. They upped the shard count, but the brackets yes. have never changed. Yeah. But the breakout, like yeah. where you get rewarded, hasn't changed. No. Not once. And I feel like um, there's a lot to be said about putting, like, like taking the same amount of prizes and just spreading them out, right, a, a little bit more evenly. Um, and I think there's a lot to be said there because I think it's a lot easier to hit, like, top 500, for example, uh, top 1,000 even. But you don't really need to get, like, uh, top 1,500. Like, the drop-off between 1,500 and, what's that, 150? Is that right? No, wait, 100? Yeah, yeah 100, 100, then 1,500, and then 5,000. That's huge, right? That's like over 10 times. Yeah, over 10 it's times. It's funny great. because the Blitzes and the Siege have different payout levels. Right. I mean, but I'm saying if you can do that, um, take that same structure and apply it to uh, apply it to the regular PvP, but here, here we are. So again, the answer to this question in terms of how long this has been going on has been forever, since the little very beginning, and I... Don't know what is keeping them from changing it. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that either. I, <clears throat> I, like many things in the game, I don't understand why they don't shake it up a little bit here and there, a little more. And I, granted, I know people complain, but if you added just add more brackets, you'd probably get higher participation. But I, their marketing team, like the sales teams, the teams that make a lot of these decisions. Maybe they have metric. I mean, granted, they have metrics I don't see, but I just don't understand a lot of the logic and a lot of the things that they do. Um, even like just like, for example, Cersei, she's not going to have a sale probably. So I think we figured out it's roughly six months after they come out. It's a long time. The meta have, may have long moved on and nobody will care about Cersei. But today, if they did a sale next month, for example, maybe they will, you know. Who knows? But if they did a sale next month, people would probably buy the crap out of it because everybody's really high on her now. Because she kind of started off as a character I wasn't sure about, but her sales end too fast before you really get a good feel. They'd probably make a lot of money, but if they wait six months, there's probably going to be new characters that come out that may not even have her make a, have a place in the meta. So even just silly things like that that they do that just don't make sense to me. Like, why not add different things to different areas or change things up. A lot of that has to go down with like corporate structure, I think. It's because like that's the marketing team sort of being disassociated or not really connected to the developers and the community, right? Yeah. I feel like marketing they're on like they're off on their own like on their own side and they just do things kind of willy-nilly with not too much information. And I feel like that says a lot about, you know, WB Game San Francisco soon to be ea or whatever no actually you, <laughs> you guys have seen the news that the sale is yeah. on hold oh yeah okay so i don't know if you've seen that we don't have to get into that we can kind of save that for a different episode maybe but most of the Let's news reports moving. coming out is that it's yeah. it's it sounds like the sale talks have 
fizzled and it doesn't mean it's not for sale anymore, but things are not moving forward at the moment. All right. So that's kind of disappointing to me personally, but on a, on that topic, I, we gotta, we gotta get going cause I don't have too much time left. Okay. Uh, yeah. that's the owl question. Owl question who let the dogs out by Ventus one. I would say probably just me and Doombox. Cause they're the only two with dogs. No. <laughs> actually just got done feeding my dog breakfast so yeah <laughs> i just let the dogs out earlier um, i want a dog but i don't have one uh he ventus one has another question on our patreon page i'll pop over real quick it says well on red oh sorry um he wants to hear about comps and counters that's a very long conversation that's kind of too nuanced i think for an ama um We'll do a separate cast about that because that's one of the topics I want to cover. So yeah, wait, we're we're going to we already do one about counters actually. Yeah, so we I, a little bit of just side rant real quick. We're going to change up a little bit of the structure of how the cast is going forward with more structure and more. Um, so one of the things is hopefully we can get a consistent schedule with the chatterbox, which will be a lot about that. Yeah. Um. So more to come on that. We'll. Hopefully, we might do a separate recording later in the week to kind of talk about some future plans for WROL. But anyway, next question on here. How do you guys see the game changing in the next couple months? I'll um, give you my quick answer on that. Is I don't see much changing other than just, you know, new characters. And then, yeah. um, you know, hopefully... I don't know. I don't see a large amount of change, personally. What do you think, Doom? No, it's, I was about to say... <laughs> My short answer is I don't. I don't think it's really going to change much at all. More characters, more reworks, maybe a tease of something years from now. That's that's really all we can look forward to for the most part, I think. How about you, Ogre? Yeah, I, you know, at this point, I think we've settled into our rut, as it were. And if you're unhappy with how the game's going, don't expect it to change. We're at a point where it's probably not going to. I would say, and this is me being optimistic, maybe in the next year, two years maybe, we'll get finally Chapter 9 and Chapter 10. Um, But other than that, I don't really foresee something new shaking anything up, like another game mode, so to speak. Probably just like tacking on new stuff to existing content or just existing areas. That's that's basically all I can see, really. But then caveat to that would be though is think about the things that they have added in increments the last big thing they added which nobody likes really but they did it you can tell it took a lot of work was ads and yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was a big addition it's not to us as players but when you look at just effort level required to create it i mean it's pretty slick pretty well done talks to a lot of different outside sources so i'm guessing it took a lot of effort it probably also requires a few new positions yeah so the optimist in me is that now that that's been done for a little while now it allows them development time in something else and hopefully that something else is something that we actually want and maybe because gear 11 came out of nowhere i mean nowhere yeah so and so did raids. Raids kind of just came out of nowhere. So maybe, just maybe, I'm not, I'm not um, holding my breath on it, but maybe. I, I mean, say raids came out of nowhere, but yeah, I mean, Gear Eleven literally came out of nowhere. There was just like, oh, hey, there's Gear Eleven now. Yeah, the, and even then the world <laughs> burned. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
but the but, game was a lot more fun because at one point the game was just one shot everything and then like at the beginning force i loved the meta at the beginning of it because characters like they were longer battles you couldn't just one shot crit people anymore and just i don't know there was a point where it was rough though when you had like the clay face teams and stuff like that where like that was a while later though there was yeah. a point where everyone was playing like the big thick buff teams like game like matches that was took, in like, gear 11 though yeah, yeah i understand but I mean, though, that that was a point where like matches took like five to ten minutes. I remember back when I first started, uh, which is way way long ago, just about beta almost. Um, the main team, the biggest team, because they had just released with the PvP rewards, was World's Greatest Detective and Assault War Suit Lex Luthor. That was like the big two because those rewards had just came out. Some people glitched and got the things. And then what you had Wonder Woman Coda, who is like super meta defining at the time, which is hilarious to look back on. Yeah, she was. She was my favorite and character. And some random green character, sometimes Hal Jordan, sometimes Superman, but usually, you know, it's just whoever. It was and, all red mostly because they didn't have um there was no you know, like red was it wasn't there wasn't a big difference between what colors you used. Yeah, affinity defense didn't really exist back then. Yeah. So eventually the meta settled into, uh, what, Emerald Archer, Castaway, uh, Coda, and Suicide Squad Deadshot or something yeah, like that? Yeah, there were a few people that had mm-hmm. Suicide Squad Deadshot. Was, he was, yeah, and then eventually it became Reverse Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But early on, that's what it was. I remember er- very early, the hardest team in the game to beat was, I couldn't beat it at all, was EAGA, Castaway, Coda, and... um joker damaged goods because he had that bomb that would just blow up every time it was anytime you did crits and stuff and it was ridiculous mm-hmm. man things got wild do you guys remember back when metro had a revive that was those were crazy times <laughs> all right so let's keep going the next question from yatara molnir probably pronouncing that horribly wrong what team would you build if you had to go up against a mystery team Wait, what team will we both? We had to go against what? A mystery, mystery team. team. Like that, I always thought like, there'd be a fun PvP you, mode you, where you can actually decide. Like this is... uh, you can actually see who you're facing. Basically, is that the premise? Yeah, yeah that would oh. be so much fun. Okay. That's easy PvP mode. Constantine, easy peasy. Constantine plus other plus three other characters. <laughs> yeah, Doom, I'm guessing Finally, Lex and three other characters. <laughs> yep, Lex, Artemis, um, Grundy. And whoever in the fourth, it could be Hippo or it could be Chemo. Really, it just depends on how I feel that day. Um, I would do my Martian Manhunter, Hawkgirl, Cersei, Artemis team. That's been my favorite team, and it works against just about everything except for full evasion teams. How about you, Ogre? Uh, like, am I trying to just have fun? Because well, if, if you, case, you're going to go be... against a mystery team, just. Random mystery team. Um, so it's who you want to win. Right. Uh, I always assume that, because this is a game that people are competitive with. Um, yeah, at Gear 8, what would be the go-to comp? Like, you're looking at Lex, Arcus, um, and then, like... Um, probably 
Artemis. Um, yeah, it, it's probably some Lex-based comp with a lot of buffs. That's about all I can think of. All right, we won't ask everybody, but we'll do them. I'll let you answer this one because it's kind of funny. What's the worst team you can come up with? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna step out for a bit. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put on a cup of co- uh, pot of coffee while okay. you guys answer this. Sorry, could you repeat that for me? The worst team you can come up with. Um. Jeez, that's, that's worst as up. in unplayable. I would say something to do with Aquamoa. Aquamoa, yeah. No, uh, Aquamoa uh, be Beetle. usable with Lex. That's that's my big problem right now is that. Yeah, but we're not using him with Lex. Usable, so I have kind of a skewed perspective. <laughs> yeah, but the worst team would not have Lex in it. No, I'm yeah. aware the worst team wouldn't have Lex on it, but. At, uh, I would say Aquamoa, uh, Beetle. Um, Joker damage goods potentially, although he's actually decent. Yeah, he's 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 bad, but he's not like on the lowest end of the scale. Like he's bad because he's been overshadowed by power creep, not because his kit is entirely unusable. He's one of those ones. If he gets a couple reworked, of parts, I think he could be decent. Oh no, if he gets reworked, he's gonna be busted. Well, he's, he's um, got a stun, so I'm excited about that. I think he could be very exactly. Good. Like <laughs> it's a low cooldown. It's a low cooldown too. So, yeah. Like. He's so, a character that I've always kind of secretly liked. Thing I've about never it, right? been a secret about it either. Is that that combination, Aquamoa plus Blue Beetle, would actually function decently well together because Aquamoa is based on crits. Blue Beetle is also really good with assist callers. I mean, they, they would actually work pretty decently well at taking down some green characters because Aquamoa's damage isn't super duper low. It's, yeah. it's lower than most, but it's not the and worst. And assists. Uh, the worst team I could probably think of would be one singular G zero level one blue beetle, <laughs> and that's it. That, that's your entire team. All right, most hated. At level ca- one. I don't know. Never mind. And this doesn't have to be the hardest character to face. Just what's the most hated character in the game, like for you, ogre? I've ogre. been seeing a lot of chemo. People hate Doom. Not doing the person well, on our podcast, nice. but the mechanic. <laughs> I'm a pretty decent guy. <laughs> no, people love to hate you. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's funny because when I was going on Reddit at one point, I was like, uh, how do I counter Doom? And I was like, oh, how cool. Someone's like trying to figure out how to counter my team. And then I was like, I can't stand Doom. Why do they put him in? And I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? And then I read the topic, and I was like, okay, it's not about me. But then I felt sad, because I'm like, wow, I'm really unpopular. <laughs> well, other people hate me than just not talk about me. My most hated character to face is definitely by far Superman, just because he's just annoying, and he makes the matches take forever. And then a close, close second, and it's not every match, but just occasionally, is Castaway Green Arrow, just because you have to bring uh, anti-speed, you know, somebody who deals with him at the beginning or he'll just take so many turns and remove all your buffs and it just if you want to play a, a specific type of team he a lot of times just ruins your plans and i'm just tired because he's on every team i'm just tired of seeing him 
It's not even so much these. Yeah, speaking of broken, speaking but. of on every team that I'm tired of seeing, we go back to the old days where I was on my other account, and I absolutely appalled every time I would see a Harley Quinn mad jester. I still do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you. I mean, Hal Jordan's special damage now, and he just. Uh, if I see her, I slot Hal Jordan every single time. That's just what I do. But my bleeders did have problems with her a lot. But yeah, she doesn't win a lot of points. I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to drop a somewhat hot take on this. And you guys can feel free to disagree with me if you want, but you you know, you guys like can't her. deny that this character is annoying. Can you take a guess at who it is before I say it? Blue Beetle. Cassandra Kane. No, but that's a good guess. I would say Wonder Girl, but... No, I, I could care Wonder Girl. Her I have Artemis. Who, cares? Who even is Wonder Girl? Yeah, she's kind of... I mean, I still hate Wonder Girl, but she's less... Uh, she's not as high on my hate scale as she used to be. So, my most hated character is Batman Beyond. Because that stupid passive where he puts three hit chance downs, which the game is like, oh, you mean 100% hit chance down. Yeah, okay. And I'm just like, why? Why is this happening? Like... <laughs> Not even on the characters he's hitting. He just exists. And I'm like, I need to kill him first. If he goes invisible, then I'm probably going to lose. Because I, I just have the worst luck when it comes to that three-hit chance down. I'm just like, come on, man. And the animations take so long. I know. They, that drives me crazy more than anything else. But I don't... Uh, Kane is annoying, too, because you do have to wait forever to finish killing her. Yeah, well, it's less annoying. Cyborg, man. Because... Cyborg. Yeah, but yeah, I don't want to well, use Cyborg. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> you don't even need Cyborg. You can use Chemo. So the thing, right, is everyone's like, oh, well, she'll purge the debuffs off. Well, she only purges the debuffs off on her turn. She still takes the bleed damage. And if you stack it up, it'll kill her. Like, yeah. So I, I honestly don't like Cassandra Kane. I just put out Chemo. She takes some bleeds. He throws some more bleeds with his can't miss. And with Lex on the team, of course, that can't miss ends up doing, like, 12,000 damage by itself because Entups. And it's just like, well, have fun. You know, Cassandra Kane's not hard to work around. You just, it's just waiting. Same with Superman. Just, just it's not hard to work around. It's just waiting. And you can make that wait shorter by just putting characters on like, oh, well, this applies buff immunity. Okay, well, now Superman doesn't do anything. You know, Except that he purges buff immunity. Well, he does. But if you put the buff immunity on him and he tries to trigger his passive, it's like, oh, well, you can't. And then you just get another free shot on him. Yeah, and that's actually why I like Vandal against him. But, you know, it's a different, different thing. <laughs> yeah, so it's... But Batman Beyond, 100%. That three-hit chance down, for some reason, just completely decimates me. And DP, if you end up having to go, we have a ton of questions left still. So. All right. Uh, um, I'll do, like, one more. Okay. Then... This is actually uh -oh. still from the same person. Um, oh, wait, we already did most hated character. So, next one. Well, this is a quick, easy answer. Um, it's from Rat... Or R H R Havton Raven Raven Ravton <laughs> so, okay. whatever. Tell me, do you bleed? The answer is yes. I, I have bled before. I'm a robot, so no. No. Yeah, that's true. Lies. Bleed teams win. <laughs> um next one's from Morpheus. How Jordan, so not always. Ah, okay. Next one's from Morpheus One. What team do you use? Do you want to use, but you know you would get smoked? Like a team that's bad, but you want it to work? Oh, that's, that's easy. Question, Justice League. Okay. Like a Justice League-based team, because there's like no real synergy there. 
There's not too much, at least. I mean, I, I, I was gonna say with Superman's rework, you could probably make it work a lot better than before. It's basically like Superman tanking for the team, and hopefully they stay alive to do stuff. But yeah. like Batman, Batman depends on which Batman you use. Cause that's if you're true. Using Batman's there, world's greatest yeah, detective, you got that taunt up a yeah. lot. There's there's three yeah. Batman to choose from. There's three Wonder Women to choose from, and there's I mean, I guess you got your pick of like Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, Flash. Flash. I mean, there's a lot of two Aquaman, Martian Manhunter, Flash, Shazam. You've got you've got options. You got yeah, options. Make it work. If you had Shazam and Superman yeah. going back and forth on those taunts. Oh my yeah. god! I would. Ugh. I feel like I feel like there's not like a a straight synergistic team that all four characters have like built-in synergies but they kind of work together but they're not made to work together is kind of how i feel yeah i've always wanted them i because i really thought they were going to go down that road where and i know a lot of people didn't like this about um marvel strike force but having like you know they have the x-men team synergy i really kind of wanted them to go a little harder where it's a bigger deal to have or they're just beach boy beast boy and zod and yeah just, the two to, others that actually care. Like, I wanted to see real team synergy. So, like, if you have, you know, two together, they get 5%. If you have three together, they get 10%. You have four together, they get 20%. Where it's a it's an mm-hmm. actual significant deal. I always thought that'd be cool, but they never did that. How about you, Doom? Any particular team idea you'd want to do that you can't really make work as well as you'd like? Um... Any team that doesn't run Lex, basically. But I mean, <laughs> no, get, going beyond the obvious one. Uh, I've, I don't know. I've always wanted to do like a really strong retaliation team that doesn't rely solely on Arcus. But it's you can't really do that because Arcus is the greatest retaliator in the game. Like you could bring Guy, and Guy's good. But Kimo disagrees. Yeah, but that's the thing about Kimo, right? Is that he can still die decently fast. Like he's hard to kill, sure, but if he takes one or two or three or five or ten punches to the face, he's still dead. And you know, there's only so much he could do about it. So I would probably end up running something like Chemo and Guy, but then who am I going to run for the other two? They always you know? wanted to do a big beefcake team, like where you it's you're super tanky and you take a long time to kill. But you just you can't really do that. Like people can just mow through those so fast. Yeah, that's that, always that's been my issue with the game. scaling comp with like Firestorm and Doomsday. I would love to do something like that. Yeah, but you know what can you do? I always thought that would be fun. Then all right, um, I step out. All right, see you later, DP. See you later. Are you guys good to keep going for a while? I sure. just got up. I woke up specifically for you guys. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm good. So we'll just keep we'll keep going through all these. The next one it was. What are your favorite characters from lore? Do I get to answer who gets my comp that Oh, yeah, work? go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I've always wanted Double Date to, to work better than it does. And by that, I mean the Titans, Nightwing, Star, uh, Starfire, Beast Boy, and Raven. Uh, I've always wanted that to work just a little bit better. And it's just, it's almost there, but they don't have any synergy together. Other than that they're Titans. They really need to rework Nightwing to be a lot cooler, too. That would help a lot. Yeah. Like, I like Raven's passive. is she so good on anything. Again. She needs a rework just because of her... She has no... She can't take a hit at all. But otherwise, like, I like her kit. Yeah, she just needs survivability. I mean, really, it's her biggest draw. 
How about yeah, this? This kind of things. falls into that question. Favorite characters from lore or just characters that you like that are basically C tier or below characters that you would that and you like and you would you'd like to see reworked, etc. Yeah, all the Titans. Now that I've got my camo, is amazing. Well, Beast Boy's like A tier, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Beast Boy's he's, really good. He's so good. He's a real good Titan. Starfire's up there. She's like B tier, I think. Yeah, she's kind of she's one of those. She's ones probably pulling off a bit, but yeah. Yeah, she she's power creep is kind of getting her. I mean, on the power creep already. Whereas has Firestorm existed. He's like as soon as Cyborg gets his rework, ooh, buddy. Oh man, I have so many cyborg frags. I'm ready for that day to come. Like, and honestly, it wouldn't even be hard. All you have to do is change his leadership into possibly a passive, and give his basic true sight. That's it. All you gotta do. No, God, no. If his leadership <laughs> becomes a passive, he's almost instantly asked here because that's basically Lex's meter giving ability, which is a good amount of what his kit does well. But you could just slot it in whatever. It's like no, that's that's too much. The two characters I want to see most, Batman, CC, and Riddler. I just really want to see those two get a jump. So, for me, it's a difficult question. Because I guess the perception of what is a C tier is a bit different. So, I mean, like Bane, for example, right? Bane is a character that I love in the lore, but I feel like he really just can't stand up to anything anymore in the game. You know, Lex one-shots him even with all of his immunities up and... You know, he's supposed to be this big tanky character, but he's so easy to beat down. Same with Doomsday, for example. Well, Doomsday is slightly less extent because he's he, he can get there. He can become that unkillable machine. It just takes so long, and it's so easy to stop him. You know, I would love to see those two characters, maybe less so Doomsday, but definitely Bane, get a rework and get some more stats in there. Or if WB just wants to, you know, make agility and defenses count for something, that would also be nice. I would definitely be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. That would be huge yeah. for so many characters. That's where I think they could. And I know, once again, people don't want this, but if they were to do a big content update and they do Gear 12, they could really fix a lot of these characters because the kits themselves Just double are everybody's HP. Yeah, you could just... But I mean, think about when they first did Gear 11. Like how Jordan went from not so good to really good before his rework initially because he just he yeah. was so much meatier. So you could mm-hmm. fix a lot of problems just by doing that. Yeah, well... Think about it, right? I don't want gear 12 because that's I it's hard enough already getting everything to gear 11 because it costs like what some even on event day, some like 12 14,000 things to bring a character from nothing to a 70 G11. But ideally, they when they do that, the new gear like chapter 9 and 10 or whatever they add would make I have it trivial I have to get to gear 11. Gear 12. I have an idea gear for gear 12 that'll make everybody lose their minds. What's that? The whales, in particular, make it free. No, no. Oh. You're, you're never, um, nobody's going to do that without a return on income. Make, <laughs> make it require a rebirth crystal. Yeah, rebirth crystals. And give out the rebirth crystals a little bit more frequently, maybe. Hmm. They, they would have like, to do more. Because you know, rebirth daily or something. so rare already. So. Right, just give out a rebirth crystal specifically for the gear 12 daily. So like, what do you mean? be all you need to do. So, like, the whole up, up, and away thing, if instead of a whatever it gives you now, it gives you rebirth crystals. Yeah. And that way you can go to gear 12 on your characters, which would be interesting, definitely. 
The only problem is I feel like it would make some characters crazy, crazy broken, which is why I'd rather just see a simple fix to... It depends on how they do it. But that's just me. Because you already know, if the game gets really, really tanky, Lex is just going to be at the top of the chain because he already is at the top of the chain in a super offensive meta that doesn't really cater to his low health pools and tanks high health pools. But when you've got him running around... That's why he's so good, though, because everybody has no health. I think, I I don't know, I think he might be better because if they have a ton of health and then he's healing the crap out of them, too. Yeah, if you have but his, an his heals don't bar, change their power level. The reason then, they're overhealed in two hits is because nobody has any HP. That's true. If it, well, that's not a problem though, because there's already exists teams that just can do back to back to back to back to back to back healings because every move they do buffs. So he just never runs out of healing. I understand, but what I'm saying is, if characters had more HP, it would take longer to build up the bar. Like look at look at characters in the events when they have multiple times their HP. You don't get them to, to full overheal. Don't give me that. Yeah, because the thing doesn't last long enough. That's about it. If the g- matches are lasting longer, though, that's a much higher possibility. Like, can I get a character with five times their health pool currently to full overheal in a minute and thirty seconds when I'm also having to concentrate on specifically doing damage? Yeah, but it would be hard, and I would have to build in a suboptimal way. If it were a match that takes, like, however long it needs to take, oh yeah, I could 100% get a character from 80k to 160k health. Not to mention characters like Doomsday and all those folks, because Doomsday right now, he punches and gains effectively 21,000 health. If you boost his health by two times, he's going to be punching and gaining like 50k. You're almost not going to be able to keep up with that gain input. Same with, like, Ares, which it would be a godsend for Ares, because he just gains non-stop stamina. But, like, imagine a 82 stamina Ares who, every time someone crits or gets enraged or anything happens, he just is like, oh, well, there's another 50k health, just plopping it on. And that's just the whole game, you know? Right, but you also, you have to remember that when adding gear 12, characters are going to deal more damage, too. Yeah, but it, the whole point of it... They is, already deal 50,000 damage on a basic attack with Wonder Girl. Who cares? I guess I'll wait for two seconds. You guys keep going for a minute. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess we're going to continue fighting then. Um, we sure, have I mean, let's debate this. damage now, but when you do gear 12, I think the whole point of it is you're supposed to slow the game down so that people aren't getting one shot. It would more resemble your gear 8 meta. So, yeah, sure, you could take two Arcus crits and take 100, 200k damage and die still. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, by and large, the characters that already exist and are able to keep up in this meta where you can die so quickly, like Grundy, for example, right? Grundy's Mm -hmm. a massive ball of health with crit immunity. You can't die to anything just about on the first turn unless you're specifically purging and focusing him. And, you know, at that point, you have to build a team that's faster than Artemis because, well, Artemis just heals them right back up because Lex exists, you know? And it would mm-hmm. basically be the same process. You would have to both out-heal or out-damage characters' natural buff gains like Doomsday and the such. You would also have to outdo the healing power, which if characters are getting boosted damage, that also means Lex is getting boosted healing because it's based off of his end score. 
Mm-hmm. And you also have, like, Hound and his shield. You have Medfield. Medfield would be an absolute nightmare because he just pops shields everywhere. You know? Like, the that's why I want to... Doom, I get it. Like, but you're also forgetting that, you know, we have strategies like stun teams that don't give a darn how much HP you have because you're just never going to get a turn. Well, that's the thing also. I've fought Hate Mail stun team, which some would regard as, like, one of the best on the market. And my characters don't give a damn about stuns. Artemis purges it off on her turn. You know? Like, Lex can purge off stuns off of basically everyone. Um, someone sent me a question that says, if you had to remove one mechanic from the game, which would it be? Slash, if you had to add one mechanic in its place, meaning every character that had the first mechanic gains this new one, what would it be and why? How so basically, if you had to take one mechanic out and then replace it with a different mechanic, what would that mechanic be and why would you do it? Oh, that's an easy one for me. Silence. Make it do something better. Like, cancel passives or something. Right. Silence or Enraged. Those are the two that are yeah. kind of like, yeah. Actually, you know what? It said mechanic. I would like to remove a buff... Counting counterattack because it literally warped the game. Hmm. But what would you replace it with? Anything. <laughs> That's not quite that. So I think the question's interesting because, from like a design perspective, we have to consider like how many characters have X ability and like how would changing that have changed how characters come out since then because. If Wonder Girl didn't have her whip, then we probably wouldn't have a lot of the silver bullets we have nowadays. So, um, for me, the mechanic I would probably remove would be... um, On death effects. Like, uh, when you're... Ally or enemy, or both. You know, like Deathstroke's leader and stuff like that. So ally deaths. Yeah. Because enemy deaths, I feel like that's an okay thing, but ally deaths, that's one of those things that I was like, ah, it doesn't really make sense to me on some of these characters. It doesn't really do a lot. Now, what I would like to see in its place would be something like... Um, like the St. Walker ability where if they're by themselves, they get stronger. No, 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 no. Because that I want to exists. See. I know, but that's what I want to see with Destro. What I would probably <laughs> want to see would be something more along the lines of, like, how would I put this? Like, you know how in, if any of you guys played World of Warcraft, the Death Knights used to have this ability where it's like, you could pick an ally, and if they die, they turn into a skeleton for a short amount of time. Yeah, that would be fun. I would want to see something like that, like a limited revival where, oh, so actually, died? Okay, well, they're back for three turns, and then they're dead forever. That would have been fun for Cersei. She raised instead of raising your character, raise like just a skeleton, and that skeleton <laughs> is enraged and like you don't control it, but it does something for three turns. And yeah, because be... I feel like that would really increase the capabilities of a lot of characters. You know, like if Deathstroke, for example, whenever his allies died, instead of him gaining like eight million buffs, instead he has the effect that like a mercenary takes its place for so much time. That would be super fun. You know, or bounties would also be a good one that I would want to see, 
where like if an enemy kills an ally, they have a bounty set to them, and then when you kill them, you gain extra buffs. <laughs> That'd be cool too. So, okay, but that that was the question that was sent to me, and I thought it was really interesting, so I decided to save it. All right, cool. So, Doombox, we were talking earlier about what kits do we want to see on the new characters coming out in the future? Kind of what do you want to see, or what do you want to see countered? Kind of what's your uh, wish list dream characters? Uh, Well, you know, personally, I tend to play a slower comp, you know, more tanky, more focused on shielding and just getting stuff done. Um, But... As far as things that I wouldn't mind seeing taken down a bit, probably meter down effects like CAGA and such, those could probably use a little uh, tinkering. Because it feels like, uh, like what's his name? Kilowog, for example, right? He's yeah. good, but he's not as fast as CAGA, so he's not as good as he could be. Cersei is good. But she's not as fast as Kilowog or CAGA, so she's not as good as she could be, so on and so forth. But at the top of that totem pole, you have CAGA, basically, who exists as a example of a character that just his existence creates an imbalance in the teams where you need to have someone that can either make you faster than him or can, you know, make it so that if he does attack, he's not doing anything for him. Like, uh, was like a silence effect, like Ross, for example. If he slaps CAGA, then you're in the clear for the most part, and you just win the match. So seeing him get nipped down a bit probably wouldn't be a very bad thing, in my opinion. I don't know if silence does much, because he still takes three turns. He'll hit twice, remove all your buffs, and then get a third turn. But I'd like to see... I do want to see anti-speed. I always thought a Jay Garrick rework would be super fun, even though I don't really... like not super excited for him as a character so much. I mean, I don't dislike him, but he does look like he's carrying a cane. His, his, uh, he needs a artwork rework as well. Oh, yeah. A uh, little uh, walker with the tennis balls on the front for him. Or, you know, give him give him a back brace so he can stand up straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just looks he looks terrible. But I like the theory of his kit, the the meter eating. He just doesn't do it that well. Yeah. Honestly, if he had 100% on that move, he'd be such a better character. Well, yeah. probably not like amazing, but you'd still have a reason to run him. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see turn meter up, gets turned into, you know, he steals it. Like, he would be, you could do an anti-meter month, and I think a flash month, like you were mentioning earlier, have Kid Flash maybe open turn zero, uh, use his three on turn zero. So that would, yeah. that would negate 20% up. Or what does he do? Does he do 20% down? Um, he, I think he does 15% plus 5% if you have speed ups, and then he has a chance to do it twice. So even 15% but, would be would be good. Oh, wait, that would still be plenty. Plus, you have to keep in mind, of course, uh, for the viewers that don't know, with attack moves like Artemis's basic attack, it goes after other effects have been applied. So with Cheetah and Martian, they would apply their meter first, then Kid Flash would attack, thus draining it. Yeah, see, that that would be really cool. And then maybe release a character like Black Flash or, um, what's his name? The guy with an S. Savitar? Is that it? Um, 
possibly. I was thinking something like Impulse, but that's... Yeah, any of those characters me. that could do... Um, you were mentioning to me in chat earlier that a character where, like, CGA casts his, his two, and then instead of any time a character, he's hit with a, uh, an ability that drains meter, instead that character gains it. Yeah, so I was thinking something, of course, this is more of like a Superman month thing, but, like, Mr. Mixelpidilic or... Um... Uh, Matt Hatter, for example, those would be good candidates for a move or a passive that says, like, any meter gain or meter loss is reversed. So instead of CAGA draining 20% meter, you instead gain 20% meter. Or, like, say, if you have Grundy, instead of his taunt adding 25% meter, instead it pulls 25% away, letting him taunt, you know, for longer. Stuff like that. That would probably be a good change. Because then if people run it, it's easy to counter. You just don't do that specific thing until they're dead. But at the same time, you could then build a team that emphasizes that advantage. That, oh, well, you're not draining my meter? Well, then you're probably going to lose because I'm packing, like, Lex and Artemis. Well, maybe not Lex because Lex would, you know, but, you know, Artemis, for example. She doesn't have to worry about meter at all. She just chainsaws through everything. Well, but that would also, sh uh, and I think that's, the goal isn't to completely neuter all the other characters, it's just to kind of shake up the meta where right now, I mean, things to a certain degree, I feel like the meta's in a decent place because you still see a pretty wide variety of teams, but most of the teams are still different variations of who can go faster. You see that? Yeah. You see that a lot. It's, or who can go faster to get Arcus to kill somebody, or who can go faster to get Artemis to kill somebody. I mean, exactly, even... which is um, part of the reason why I like Medfil as a character. Because his kid is basically, even if I don't go faster at first, I'm going to be going faster because of the passive. And he's able to shut down characters so fast that, you know, it becomes a race of can you kill him before someone on your team is just disabled. But that's but where you need, like, a character, like you were mentioning, that does the turn meter down. Because most, in 90% of matches, he never gets that opportunity. Yeah. But if he does, it gets out of control. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, if he doesn't, and that's where I think it would be fun to have one of those types of characters, because then somebody like Medfell would rock it up to being like one of the best characters in the game. Yeah. The only thing about it is, and my main concern about it, is you have to do it in a way that doesn't just shift the who's going first backwards slightly. You know what I mean? Like if you had a character that say. I don't know, stunned a character on their first turn, like I mentioned before, how would just walk in and then, sure, you wouldn't be able to run MMH or Cheetah, but then they could still run CAGA and be fine. Yeah. And you just wasted a slot on that thing. That's why I think it does need to have, like, there, there should be kind of a multiple character month where, you know, it's kind of about turn, or kind of about anti-turn meter just to kind of give you a couple tools to use for that. Yeah. It just has to be a thing where it's not like, oh, well, now MMH and Cheetah don't exist because it doesn't matter because they're not going first. But then all you've done is just make a different <coughs> player go first. They yeah. can still build their comp with that in mind and just include that anti-turn meter option. Yeah, you really want something that punishes you for speeding up or turning metering down a little bit. Yeah, but, I, you know, it would have to be something that's also deep enough that you can 
build a comp both with it and around it. So that's why I think that Mr. Mixelpedalik or Matt Hatter reversing turn meter gains and losses would probably be the most clean solution to the speed meta. Of course, also I'd be fine with more characters that can heal that aren't Lex. Because, man, do I like healing. And, man, do I like Lex. But sometimes I want to heal and also use someone other than Lex. Yeah, see, that that was one thing I didn't like about Lex is that his even if he didn't like mega super heal, he would still be absolutely amazing. But he just kind of made it so that all other healers are not worth using. Yeah, because like even before the rework, his healing was still very serviceable. Like you could get one shot, sure, but if you weren't, he could still could heal you up to full without a problem. But now that it's overheal, he's like, oh well you're just never going to die, and it's like, okay, well, then why would I run anyone else, you know? Enchantress, what a joke. Black Lightning, good character, but... <laughs> you don't no bring less. him for healing, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, Zatanna, desperate need of a rework, but, you know, what can you do? Yeah, they don't seem to ever want to rework her. And... The only thing is, even if she did an overheal, like, let's just say she did an overheal to 200%, I still don't know why you would bring her over Lex. Yeah, well, she's so slow. Also, is the thing. She needs so like, like she needs to be three hundred percent overheal, like, <laughs> or she yeah, can take it to like, a third oh, bar. Here's a here's a big AOE heal and debuff purge, and it's like Lex does that on his two. His second ability is better than your entire kit, basically. I know it's gonna be an extremely unpopular opinion, but I really hope that we get a gear twelve. And then gear 12 makes health pools very large. And then Lex's overheal is not significant in comparison to characters like Zatanna or Enchantress when they get... Because they could really fix all the stat problems. Yeah, but the only problem then is that you just replace Lex with Mira and then that's it. Because those men's are going to be cranking out tens True. of thousands of health at that point. Well, yeah, or but then at least you have... You have counters like um, Black Manta and stuff that exist, at least. Yeah, but again, they could just slot in Doomsday. And then, well, have fun trying to kill him when he's punching you and gaining effectively 50,000 health every punch. Like, You'd be happy yeah, about that. I'd, you love Doomsday. I'd be okay with the tanky <laughs> meta, mind you. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Put uh, that was my favorite of all it. the metas. And I know a lot of people didn't like it because everybody wants to be able to clear their board super fast. But I loved when it was the Hal Jordan heavy-duty tank meta for a while. <sighs> I miss that meta. Now, you know what What I will say that I want that doesn't exist technically? A character that can heal other characters on their basic attack. Hmm. That would be interesting. Because we have, what, we have characters like Sinestro who can heal themselves. We have characters like Mira who can apply mins to herself. Uh, but there's not really any character that you can use that you do an attack and then they heal someone else. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that, especially like kind of Medfell style where, because Medfell really isn't, you don't bring them for damage in any way, shape, or form. In fact, oh, yeah. if, if you're Definitely facing not. certain characters, like if you're facing even other greens that have any type of healing component, the match stalemates and you have to abandon because you can't kill them. But yeah. He'll never die, but you can't kill them. And I wouldn't mind seeing another character, you know, maybe a mystic that's similar to that, that is all about healing and keeping your team alive. I personally would be perfectly fine with it, because if I can just get a character that can heal on their basic, 
just throw them into a uh, assist call comp and just never die. Easy peasy. That'd be fun because that would work well with Starfire. So. Mm-hmm. So that's my input on it, at least, is I want characters that can heal on their basics. I wouldn't mind characters that create a more diverse and more uh, like a thinking man's game, I guess would be the way to put it, in terms of what teams you're bringing into a fight because, oh, well, this character has to do this thing, but this character reverses that thing. Okay, well, I have to work around that. Like, it wouldn't destroy CAGA. You know, it's not like you would leave the meta. No, but you definitely have to think twice before walking into a match and saying, oh, CAGA, they don't have anyone faster than that. Yeah, that's 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 the annoying thing about the meta to me. Is it's, okay, well, because you, you even see it in Siege right now. If there's a team that the standard Lex, Grundy, Artemis comp doesn't handle, now you were seeing Martian Manhunter, now you're seeing Martian Manhunter plus Cheetah, and then <laughs> I even saw a team earlier that was Martian Manhunter, Cheetah, and Iron Flash. So I'm like, come on, guys. Just... Oh, man. I saw a team that was Martian Manhunter, Cheetah, Brainiac, and Iron Flash. And I was like, wow. That's a lot of meter. Yeah. They just keep, like, the meter stack, meter stack. There needs, there has to be at some point a character that comes out that says, okay, hey, you may not want all that meter. Yeah. That's actually the reason why I started running a double turn zero taunter team between Grundy and Chemo. Because once uh, Cheetah purges off the thing from uh, Grundy or Chemo or whatever, there's still another Taunter in the way. And if they're hitting Chemo, then they can have all the meter they want. I don't care. I'll just outlast them because that team doesn't really have any purge. That's what I love about Cersei. She can just she can get rid of all the turn zero Taunters. But then if there's CAG on the other team, you got to get somebody faster than her. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that's all that exists, which makes it a little annoying. But all right, I think we uh, finished that topic. Oh, man. I love Lex so much. He's, uh, like... Do you want to know all of the insider info only owls get access to? Like... Hey, owls. Don't tell anyone. But I'm going to give you the secret to the Alliance boss so that we can win. When you attack the boss and kill him, you get points. And when he dies... You kill him again. And you get more points. Whoa, that's like seeing into the Matrix. Become a Patreon now for only a dollar a month. Just go to patreon.com slash WROL broadcast and get access to a special episode available only to insiders. This recording will self-destruct. All right, and continuing the AMA, we have Kage. Hello. And uh, Luke can't make it. We'll get him on later in the episode to say something. And then we also have some very special questions from WB for a mini AMA from them as well. So we'll get into that in a little bit too. But let's start with save some of the owl questions for us, Kage. How many owls have eclipsed 5K DCL lifetime spending? And I would say all of them just about. I think all of them, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's like. Because uh, I'm looking, because the first year I spent on DCL, I probably put in like 1,200, and then the year two is when I got into my owls, and I said I was on a streak of like 100, 200 dollars a month for a while, um, but then 
if I hadn't hit 5K then, uh, I probably definitely hit it with Artemis. I think I put like $800 down for her. So I think it adds up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, just judging by my Apple Card warnings in the last little bit. Yeah, that can happen in a couple months. <laughs> that's, that's a very easy barrier. I hate to, just, it kind of makes you sick when you really put it in terms yeah. like that. So let's, well, let's just move on. Luke, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Luke, I mean, Luke put down $5,000 uh, his mo- first month back. So Yeah, it's it's very easy to do. It's obscenely easy to do, unfortunately. Now, while we're on this topic, look, we're talking about spending for a mobile game right 5k but what about 4k for a statue <laughs> i was waiting i was wondering if you're gonna bring that up on this see i'm my mindset on this is that and i'm, I'm not one to throw stones on spending in any way shape or form because i frivolously spend on nonsense all the time though i'm very i'm frugal on certain things which is weird yeah. but you know if it's something you really enjoy something you really want you know buy it all, and you have the means go for it um, I'm more inclined to buy things that I can play with. So, like, if I'm buying a new computer or if I'm buying a new vehicle, though I don't usually buy flashy vehicles, but I am I will only drive trucks, mainly because yeah. I live on land and I have to have one and I need something to pull the boat and everything else mm-hmm. in the trailer for the tractor and everything else. So I have to have a truck. But trucks are outrageously expensive, so I don't skimp on those. But, you know, I mean, it makes you happy. So... So, I got a new corporate job. Okay, I probably won't say what company I work for. Yeah, I wouldn't. But you know, I, I, I mean, I'm moving up in the corporate world. You know, whatever, like whatever. And with COVID happening, I, I'm not exactly out on trips, right? Because the whole world's imploding. <laughs> um. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm bored, and you know, I'm looking at this like, you know, Wonder Woman statue, and I'm like, asking me out. I'm like, dude, this looks pretty sick you know so that's just kind of where it came from um but you're right I, that's I'm a not... lot of money for a statue though i mean when you when, it's like uh you know it, it's like anything else when you compare it to other things they're similar you can have like 25 statues for that price I'm, see i'm not really one to collect statues or video games or computer parts or cars i don't i don't buy any flashy stuff i i don't even buy clothes i I only wear black, so I'll just buy black jeans, black t-shirt, you know, black. I just wear black, so you know, it's never complicated for me. So I don't know. I don't know if you got I'll it just, and you really want it, and you know, why not? Fuck it, screw it. All right, next question. Next question. Yeah. Let me ask you one. The, this question I was going to ask you and Lou, even though I, I can't remember if we answered it, but we'll answer it again. From an end game player's perspective, what would you most like added to the game in terms of new content? A lot of people say stuff like, you know, chapter eight, chap. Well, we have chapter eight, chapter nine, chapter ten. I don't like that. I'm not really a PVE guy. I don't care for extra PVE content unless it was like, you know, a, a full blown cinematic story mode. And you know, the cinematic story modes we see in the game are not great. It's just like comic panels, I guess. Um, what I would like to see would probably be more on the long lines of like PvP related things like uh, can you challenge a random player? Uh, what if you and your alliance mates could um, go through your rosters and like 
go through like a red alert style campaign together, you know, more alliance cooperation kind of stuff. So I'm more inclined to look at that. What about you? Well, my number one request, just because it would stop all of the drama in DCL, is to have a playback mode for. So if you have a loss from somebody, you can re, you can watch how your team performed because I think it would be fun. And they they had oh, that yeah. in that um, Magic Mana Strike game that we played, where you could see any of your matches that you had previously. So, oh. so then that would instantly end the whole who's a hacker, my hacker, you a hacker, yeah. drama. <laughs> And it would be you fun. guys are you guys are so horny for hackers. It's crazy. <laughs> like is that that guy's totally a hacker? It's like maybe. What are you gonna do? Exactly, but that that would end the debate. It would end the drama. And mm-hmm. if we just had that mode, my other thing I would love is a new PvP mode. And, and I'm with you. I'm I don't care about PVE though. I wouldn't mind seeing an expansion of the chapters, but we all know that it comes with extra gear and. That's going to upset a lot of people. I think some of the big whales would be happy to see the advancement of gear and everything else, like myself. But I can completely understand why other people wouldn't. But I want to see better alliance, cooperative, you know, something that's not boring like raids, something that's actually fun, um, something that's, you know, alliance versus alliance, where you kind of like you said, like a red alert style, PvP. But I also want to see where a PvP mode where you can go in, but you can't see the team you're going to face. Oh, yeah. Like, just, you know what? Actually, a very easy thing that devs could do that I I think would be just phenomenal is lots of new styles of showdowns. You know, instead of just email and mail or red. Because that's what I always thought they would do anyway. So you could do that there. Do a showdown where mystery teams and everybody's just question marks. So you never know what you're going to face when you go in. Um you know, limited rosters, limited tune, like you could only use special damage or you could only use physical damage. You could only use, you know, just really mix it up, mix, mix and match it. It would just make it so much more fun. Or like the teams are pre-selected for you. Like you'd have no control of your roster, right? So you're behooved to have a deeper roster. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Right now there's, you know, there's, (laughs) there's a lot of reasons to not gear all your characters. So give us reasons to gear everybody. Yeah, I like that. So that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, just stuff like that. We don't need anything too elaborate and crazy. I mean, I'm kind of of the mindset, too, that I don't want too much content because I already spend way too much time playing this game. So I don't need a ton of stuff. Just give me just enough to uh, have a good time. Yeah, I mean, because I get off work, right, right now, and then I barely have enough time in the evening to, like, you know, chill. I just want to chill at night. And then I have barely enough time during the day because I'm working. So, like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't spend the whole day on the game like anyone else anymore. Yeah, I mean, I usually spend a couple hours. You know, I'll spend, like, uh, I'll spend like an hour after rollover, and then I spend, like, an hour. I mean, I don't mind, like, in the morning. Um, I turn on the news. It's super early in the morning. I'm drinking my coffee, and I run my all my stuff. And that's usually what I do before uh-huh. I work. That's kind of like my, my chill before work. Oh, uh-huh. So see, I jump out of bed. I go to the gym. That's it, man. That's how we do it. Yeah, I mean, I I usually have about an hour before I gotta leave, so I give yeah. myself an hour to finish everything, and then then I'll pop in and out to finish. You know, just like burn energy, but that takes a couple minutes. Of course, right now I'm yeah. trying to do these freaking red alerts because the double Catwoman. I thought I was gonna be able to get her RB5 today, but I ran out of time because 
my stupid red alerts are all RB5 everything. And <laughs> I keep, I, I don't know how he did it. And I, I wish I would have been recording because CAGA took five turns in a row. Oh, he, wow. he used a zero twice, used a zero twice, and then did a kick and killed my character one shot. And Jeez. I just keep losing to <laughs> red alerts. I think it's because I'm <laughs> rushing and I'm just trying to like power through it so I could do all 10. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. But it was making me angry today. So she probably won't go RB5 today. It's all good. Yeah, she's just one I want to finish off. I only need a couple hundred more. My all finisher. All right, who... Which, I'll ask you this question. I think I answered it for myself. But what's your biggest motivation to continue with DCL? Well, before Artemis, I like to just mess around with different comps, you know, um, find more tech for people. So people are like, oh, is Metafield good? Is Katana good? Is, uh, I don't know, this character good? I'm looking, researching for different team comps for these characters. And so people will be like, uh huh, I got this owl on my defense log and he lost. And, you know, cool. But I was experimenting, brother. It's researching <laughs> for you people. So I'm doing a community service. <laughs> so you're going to dunk on me for that? All right. Um, but now I got Artemis in the game. So now I'm, all my time is just like, okay, well, what teams does Artemis go with? Um, let me think. And my brain just kind of turns off because, you know, whatever. So uh, I think I might go back to the researching just for the for players and just like having live streams now for people. I heard that's a, that's a thing now, right? People actually tune into your live streams. Yeah, it's gotten popular, and it so, uh, and people get into spending wars on there, which um, is a lot better than our Patreon. So <laughs> that seems to be the way to go. Well, you kind of need like a charming personality. For yeah, this. I'm no Joshua, so yeah. Then again, I mean, Du Bois does it. So. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of dry. <laughs> it's like, oh man, this Kilowag, Kilowag, brother. <laughs> We're just messing with you, Devoy. <laughs> uh, all right, so here's some owl questions. Who is the founder of the Court of Owls, and is anyone thinking of backing down? Tell us the story of the owls. This is from Carlos1636. 1636. Oh, and I forgot to tell you guys who the other people's questions was from. I've already lost them. So, sorry, guys. Whoever asked. i got to find it again. But anyway, founder of the owls... I know Juicy Fries was one of the earliest ones because he became the leader, but I think Bam Bam was originally the one who started it. Yeah, I think it was Bam Bam. And then, um, and then he stepped down for Fries, and then Fries stepped down. So now it's Bullsy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <like> a question mark. <laughs> yeah, Bullsy. I don't know. Bullsy's been the leader for quite some time, but um, for a little while anyway. But yeah, he's Bullsy's rumored to step down soon. I think. Uh, I think I the queen is calling him to uh, serve by her side, so now we <laughs> might replace him. Yeah, Parliament in the UK is crazy because they got a lot of stuff going on. Fries and uh, Bozy are both British, so whatever they have going on down there, I'm sure Mr. Boris Johnson, you know, have government rules for them. So we might have a new leader soon. I think Loot might be the leader. Um, Tootie might be the new leader. I have no idea. Um, Loot will just. Dis- kick all the peasants so <laughs> <laughs> we need but, a tyrant yeah i mean the owls have been pretty consistent i mean we have i think me and fries are the last two and and uh prim is very early maybe maybe at the beginning 
But I know we're the only like original original owls from the day one. But I mean, we isn't just... C isn't CC Rider a he's OG owl too? But he's not. He was oh, he's the not very OG? beginning. Yeah, he's he's very early though. It's it... yeah, most of the OGs are retired. I think. Yeah, the oldest of the old, but. We have a pretty, I mean, we don't have turnover very often. We'll have a person here, a person there. Usually it's a newer person that comes on, and then they see too many Kage lady girls posted in chat and then end up leaving, so. Hey, man, you can't dunk on my, it's 2020, and don't dunk <laughs> on my favorite Thai hobbies. Uh, <laughs> next question, which owls have the best bromance? Hmm, I was thinking about that one. I'm having a hard time deciding. I want I to think, say Loot and M4, maybe. I was thinking Prem and Mare Master. Mm, yeah, maybe. They they go off and on, though. Was, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's OC3 and M4. Yeah, they, those those three. They kind of have a little they have a little trio going. OC3 a little threesome going on. I don't know what they do in private, but yeah. they always they always laugh about something. <laughs> um, what cl other clans add subsidiaries? They seem to have pretty close names. I believe Champions... Oh, this is a good one for you, Kage. I believe Champions of Snoo Snoo was created by the Owls. If so, why not something like Court of Owlets? <laughs> <laughs> well, this was originally... What was the original name of this before you changed it? Uh, Rogues of Reddit. Rogues of Reddit. So this was never an official, and still isn't an official owl subsidiary. We don't have any subsidiaries of owls. But for owls that don't want to join another alliance and still kind of want to remain in chat, because we're kind of strict about who we allow to stay in our chats, um, if they go to another alliance, they got to go. But if they want to kind of go to a retirement alliance, Champions of Snoo Snoo is... I, I don't know. Actually, you run it now, right, Kage? So it was my original alliance before I came on the Owls, and I kind of felt bad because you know you know, you make connections with people, and you're like, I feel bad. So I'll I'll uh, make an alt and just stick around with you guys, and you know I kind of just autopilot it and you know run up points for them and just kind of chit chat with them. But uh, it's kind of its own thing. It's kind of like its own little entity, and uh, it's just an easy pipeline to. Adopt old owls, I guess yeah, you can say. Requirements are much lower. You don't have much in the way of requirements, right? Yeah, no. It's 700 points. That's it. So Top it, 50 raids, so you don't have to grind hard in raids at all. So, yeah, yeah, I know very little other than that you have habit. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a side, it's a side alliance for me, but for other people, you know, it's there's no association, so no. Owls have mentioned that it is fun to face each other. Are there any people from other clans that you enjoy facing off or hate facing off against? I like the Black Lantern people. Yeah, there's usually a tough team. I know Kalern, I see his team nonstop. It's usually yeah. pretty tough. The Guardians people and the Black Lantern people I like going off against. I like when I see Pingzo, too. Just because. <laughs> so you can dunk on him? <laughs> Uh, that guy, he entertains me greatly, actually. <laughs> Are there <laughs> any... Here's an easy one. Are there any former owls that you sorely miss and would love to come back? My first and number one answer, Miller time. I miss Miller. 
Yeah, where's his? Uh, I want his southern videos, brother. Oh, his, yeah, I I might have to have him send us a little video for this episode. Just to... I, I've been I've been trying to workshop like different accents, but <laughs> I, well, you know, because I'm you're working on a German one, right? <laughs> I'm I'm workshopping one, but I don't know. People are really good at acting. I'm not very. I don't know. I just got to work on it. I have two questions for Tootie Tron. <laughs> Does he want to answer them, or should we answer them for him? <laughs> okay. Well, since Tootie Tron's technically not part of WRL, though he is a, a good friend of the cast, um, if you could RB5 one character for free, who would it be? Who would Tootie Tron pick? I think probably Starfire. I w- either that or Rose. If he could do it for one free. One of those two, yeah. I would I would think Rose, but 2D Tron, if you're listening, you can answer. Um, here's one. What's your favorite cinematic attack scene in the game? This is from Vishnu's beard. The other one was from Bad Juju for you. Uh, hmm. They all have pretty cool cinematics. I think Black Adam's got a pretty sick cinematic. He does have a good one. Um... I like Artemis, but that's biased. Starfire's got a good one. I like all the AOE ones. Yeah, the AOE ones are cooler. I always like Dr. Fates a lot. What? He looks like he's having a seizure. That's why I like it. I tried to answer this for you, but I'll let you answer it. Why did you pick Donna Troy as your avatar for the podcast cover? That's supposed to be Wonder Woman. Oh, is it? I thought it was Donna Troy. Wonder Woman. Oh. Well, huh. there we go. It looks a lot like Donna Troy. Well, then uh, I guess we got to fire our artist. <laughs> we can't get a hold of them. Or they need new eyes. <laughs> and if there's um, any artists who could do similar art to that, we would actually pay you for some work. So we've never been able to get a hold of that artist. He disappeared off the face of the earth. So. Um. Yeah. But to answer their question, I picked Wonder Woman because I'm a Wonder I don't know. Something about strong women, dude. I like strong women. I don't know why. Is your mother a strong woman? No. no. She's very she's very your stereotypical like mom. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know if it was like a mom connection thing, so. No, I don't have good parents. I, I, I told you I don't have good connection with my parents. Um, favorite type of pizza? Do you even eat pizza? I don't eat pizza, no. I didn't think so. Then there was, what's it like being teammates with Kage? I think I answered that one, so we'll save that for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. First legend and rebirth characters. Well, I, we all know who your first rebirth character was. But... DOJ. Yep. Then and our... What was the other question? Uh, first, question? Your first legendary character. I don't know, man. Huntress? Yeah. I'm, actually, you know what? I answered Think CAG, but it might have been Huntress for me, too, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, because like, you have like a million shards of her at the beginning of the campaign. Or it's Huntress? Yeah, it's one of those two. I I don't think it was anyone else. Right. Yeah. Now let's get into... We asked... Reeves to ask the team who a couple questions. So our first question was, "What are your favorite characters?" 
and she wrote, the design team loves Flash. Playing with him is really fun, and it's a go-to character since he's one of the faster characters in the game. Speed for team strategy is important when they're playing, so Flash is one of the favorites. And then she also wrote, it's the team's favorite one from the comic books as well. Which kind of explains why the speed meta may never die. <laughs> uh, on the... Next question, she also wrote, on the other hand, the art team's favorite character is Raven, daughter of demons, especially her legendary skin. Visually, this one kind of surprises me, visually the team likes how Stargirl, wielder of the cosmic staff, Cassandra Kane, and Darkseid look. I get everything but Stargirl. Not sure about that one. Uh, I'm trying to think about why. Yeah, no, no, she's kind of bland. I don't know. And then they wrote one of our others, other favorites of the team are Superboy Prime. Oh, can we? Can we? Can we? But we haven't him? seen him yet, and probably Arsenal and Ravenger because their animation is fun. I'll show you. She sent me the animation, which I'm going to use for the cover of this image. But you can't oh. hear it with the others because I want to make them wait. Okay, so this this episode's not going out for next week, right? Monday. She said I could release it um, the first part of next week. So. They, okay. It'll be before the, any, everybody else sees it. Okay, cool. Hang on, let me send it to you. It is freaking awesome. I was not excited about Superboy at all until I saw this. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh. That's badass. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's sick, dude. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, and uh, they, they liked Ravager and uh, Arsenal, right? Yeah, Arsenal and Ravager, because their animation is really fun. Okay. And then cool. the next question was, what is your favorite that you've designed? And then they wrote, uh, one character that the design team enjoyed making was Lex Luthor, survival support suit. The rework. Rework. Because, because he's synergized with every character. is really fun. And I admit, I loved Lex when he first came out. I've gotten to the point where I'm tired of him now. because, But I still use him all the time in Red Alerts, so can't complain too much in the siege i've used them non-stop so then she also wrote one of the favorites from the art team is talia ghoul because this character had ideas from the whole team the 3d artists really put their heart into modeling the character they want all their faces to be unique so they study faces and make edits with concepts and models until they capture what they're looking for and talia is a great example of that i will say um i completely agree on talia I love the way Talia looks, dude. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, she yeah. is. That's the one only character I'm really jealous of. 2D Tron's RB5. I'm like, you know, Talia is one who earned deserves it. She is. Uh, she's really good she, at RB5. She's, she's got curves that uh, go for days. And then yeah. uh, they wrote, "Thank you all." Thank you all the players for enjoying DC Legends. We hope that you have the best time playing the game. We as a team work hard to keep improving your game experience, and we will second that. This game's given me a lot of joy and fun. Even though I complain about it often, it is still my hands down my favorite uh, mobile game, and I'll probably be here till the servers die. Yep. And then they also wrote, congratulations on 300 episode guy. Keep up the great work. We hope you have many more episodes to come. And because we're celebrating... Their th our 300th anniversary, they gave us this concept art that you see on the cover, which is pretty darn awesome. That's the Superboy Prime one, right? Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> and with that... Okay. Uh, thank you to our patrons. 
From everyone here at WRL Broadcast, we want to thank you for listening. We appreciate everything you all and the community have done, and we hope to have 300 more episodes. And with that, we will see you next time. Hey everyone, it's Tootytron. Thank you for listening to WRL Broadcasts. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Broadcasts. You guys think if I go out of my way next siege to lose the hate of us, that he might send me those dirty socks of his? I hope so.